on your 2005 Mac. God. So much porn has been downloaded on that. You know, actually, I took it light on that thing. <laughs> I actually bought a nice PC. I mean, it's seen some shit, but, <laughs> but nothing like you would think. All right. Now, this fucking guy. <laughs> That's huh. some bitch has seen some shit. <laughs> this screen talk. Yeah, this screen can talk. <laughs> To tell you how, my, how funny my dick looks from the other side, from the other <laughs> angle. To tell you what my O face looks like. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Nashville Bets podcast. Today, we got a lot of NFL, we got a lot of college football, and we got some college basketball coming up since the season just started today. But first, I want to kick it to the boys and see what the biggest takeaway from the weekend was before we take a deeper dive into the football. The biggest takeaway for probably everybody would be the Titans are actually good. Got to be the Titans. Wait, you just now realize the Titans are actually good? I mean, everybody, I thought that they were going to lose to the Rams by like double digits. You can't even tell, but, I mean, well, I could have seen that. But I thought they were good, but I didn't think they were real good. I didn't think they were real good. Well, they won without Derrick Henry. They're looking, hey, honestly, first round bye is not looking that out of sight at all. Yeah. Easiest schedule in the NFL, I think, down the stretch, right? Outside of the Cowboys, yeah, but also the Cowboys. And yeah, the outside of the Cowboys. But I we've also people... played the toughest schedule. Yes. Today. I, I, we'll talk about this later on in the podcast, but I appreciate that. Hayden, biggest takeaway from the weekend? Well, I mean, he took mine. Of course, I was going to say the Titans as well. Then I'll take Hayden's as well for my second biggest takeaway, <laughs> which is Alabama not good. Yeah, Almost no. blows it to LSU. I don't understand how you, you aren't prepared to – Blow Cocho out of the water. Yeah. Bananas. Not a good offense. Not a good defense. It's an Alabama team that we hadn't seen before. Uh, yeah. My biggest takeaway, it's literally in college football, it's literally Georgia as the one good school, possibly the Grand Canyon between number two, and then there's like f- seven or eight teams fighting for that two through four spot. Grand Canyon University is number two? Yes. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know online school rank that high in your rankings. I mean, they're undefeated this year. Where do you put Phoenix University? <laughs> Well, University of Phoenix online is like a top ten. Oh shit! They're outside looking in for sure, but I mean, I was they... thinking about getting my MBA there. Put that on my Slap that. Then you realize their football team sucked. <laughs> yeah. I realized they were only top ten. I'm only top five guy. Great game, great game. Here I come. God damn it! Uh, no free ads. Grand Canyon University, we expect some change from you very, very soon. Uh, So, first game I want to talk about, the biggest upset of the weekend, Purdue, apparently the top five hunters, just take down Sparty in, where the fuck is Purdue even at? It is in Indiana, but it's in uh, uh, West Lafayette, Indiana. In West Lafayette. Just outside of Indianapolis, right? A little little far away, but yeah, you can say outside, depending on what your radius is. There's only like two cities in Indiana, right? <laughs> yeah. I thought there was only I thought there was only Indianapolis. It's Indianapolis and then the other Indianapolis. There are no actual cities outside Indy. But number three gets upset. Uh, I know personally I put responsibly a good chunk of change on state to cover. They get whooped. I'm scared that Michigan State is now not going to be considered a good team at all. And Michigan's going get, to get uh, projected forward. Well, we just saw it. Yeah, we did. We just saw the project or the playoff committee's rankings get released. Michigan at six, Michigan State at seven, 
I don't understand that at all. I think they're setting up to make sure that Ohio State or Michigan get into the playoff for when they inevitably play each other for the Big Ten Championship game, or to get into the Big Ten Championship game. Definitely which, definitely set up something fishy here. I mean, it's the same thing why like Mississippi State and Kentucky were ranked last week. It's to make Alabama's wins look good. I just, I just want Oregon to win out. I really want them to get in. Yeah, hey, anything can happen in the playoff. I just want something to happen where Cincinnati doesn't get in. But I don't want uh I don't want them to be number four. <laughs> yeah, and play Georgia. That'd yeah. be that'd be a little tough. Rather not not do that. I want them a warm up game. I do want a I we need a rainy national championship game again. I haven't seen one of those in forever. Well, isn't their stadium uh in Miami open? Yep. So it could yeah, there's no, a I chance. Mean, I mean, there, wasn't, there hasn't been a rainy national championship game since the last, like, Florida one, right? With Tebow, where he was, like, drenched. Uh, to what Beaver was talking about earlier, Cincinnati in the most ludicrous goal line stand of all time. I don't understand how Tulsa's quarterback just doesn't lower his fucking shoulder and plow over whatever little corner was there. Instead, he takes in slides at the three. They don't get it, or they fumble to the end zone on fourth and goal. I don't understand it. I don't get it at all. What I don't get is that while that was a huge American conference matchup on a Saturday, Cincinnati wins by eight points, 28-20, and still is in the top five of teams in the country. This should have been an absolute blowout. Yeah, it should have been a blowout. You should move Cincinnati back. I know they won, but you need to win in convincing fashion to be in, like, the top five. And they're just not there. So, in all fairness to Cincinnati, I don't want to be the Bearcat guy over here. But I'll be the Bearcat guy. We are who they thought they were, who we thought they were, the Jack. I mean, but like Alabama doesn't have a quality win. Who's their quality win right now? At least Cincinnati has one in Notre Dame. Yeah, I know, but I like passing teams on the eye test. And while I've actually never watched a Cincinnati game, <laughs> <laughs> Alabama passes my eye test. And Cincinnati just quite no, frankly doesn't. Did you see what just fucking happened against LSU? And the first three and a half quarters against Tennessee, they're not that good. They're good in college football, yes. But compared to other Alabama teams, they don't deserve the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, this Alabama team would lose to like all of the Alabama teams from the past 10 years. Bryce Young, not very good. Defense, I I can't believe they haven't fired their defensive coordinator yet because that guy just lets people run down his throat all day long. I I would like to submit it to the record that Alabama's two good wins, at least as of rankings – is a Florida team that just got blown out by South Carolina and Ole Miss, who lost to Auburn on the road. Damn. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're not that good. Hey, well, you put it in perspective. How are they fucking in the top four? <laughs> I mean, it's the Alabama Invitational at this point. Yeah. Yeah, Alabama, just, Alabama could lose like three games, and they'd probably still be number four. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. It's like, oh, well, they still good. They're still pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Nick Saban's still there, right? We got to throw him in. But, yeah, that, another major upset, UNC. I wouldn't say beating the brakes off, but there was – I mean, I bet on Wake Forest responsibly, of course. But there was never a time where I was like, oh, Wake's going to – this in the bag. I was always terrified of Sam Howell. And UNC, and also former VFL Ty Chandler. Still hurts to see him run around over there in that beautiful Tar Heel blue. But. Blue on blue? That's boy style right there. Those are man colors. I mean, that, that's a cool colors kind of guy right there. Cool Sky cool. blue and dark blue. Yeah, that's a they make for one uh, hell of a little rainbow thing. But I can't believe that Wake Forest blew it when they had, like, everybody watching that game. Um <coughs> 
because there's really not that many good games to start the. I don't know, start the day. I was pretty zoned into the Michigan State or North Carolina Wake Forest game. Wake Forest was winning a lot. Like they were up, and then it was just kind of like every possession, whoever had the ball last was going to win that game. Yeah. Also, Mac Brown finally gets a good quality win this year, so that way he saves his job. Yeah, no yeah. longer on the hot seat. And we talked about Dan Mullen being on the hot seat last week. It, it just got hotter. It's so hot right now. It's scorching. Oh, it's hot, he's, and he tried to fire a couple co- – what is his – He already fired his D.C. D coordinator and offensive line offensive coach. offensive line coach. And I don't know. Just pick the guys you probably like the least in the room because yeah, everybody – they were all going to get fired too anyway. Yeah. He I kinda, don't see how Dan makes it out of this. No. You can't lose he, to a first-year South Carolina head coach. I thought they would have fired him yesterday or Saturday. <laughs> Leave him on the tarmac. Yeah. I would have. Right, who does Florida have left? I'm trying to figure that out. Because I can't. I don't think have they played Vanderbilt yet. Uh, Vanderbilt could be coming in hot. <laughs> they, That'd be great. Vandy upsets Florida. Okay, so they have Samford, which is a win. Missouri, which I thought was a win, but that's now a toss-up. Granted, they should be a win, and FSU, which might be the most fun like dumpster bowl of all time. Ooh, coaches on the hot seat bowl. Yeah, <laughs> loser gets fired. Loser gets fired. <laughs> yeah. Loser doesn't make any more money. That's a rough uh, – the stakes are high on that one. Yeah, I mean, Grant, I I don't know what – I think it's I just have a fetish for betting on Mike Norvell. But I just always feel like he's up and coming, and he's just one step away from really getting to that next level. So I'm always just going to – I'm just blindly betting on Mike Norvell. Mike Norvell likes to tease you. He's a little teaser. That's uh, Mike Norvell is. He's down there in Tallahassee. Ambitions are loose. People are loose. He's like, why don't you guys put a little bet down on me? You want me down here in Florida State? We're going to be really good. We got speed down here. I promise we'll, we got good recruits. Just just put a little bet on me. I'll, I'll, I'll cover this spread. Just a little one. Just a little one. It don't you know have to you be want all to. your money. Yeah, you want to. I won't, I won't make you cry. And then he fucks you over. Should we, should we talk about the other coach on the hot seat while we're talking about the hot seat? Uh-huh. Uh, Scott Frost almost, I want to say almost won, but like kept it really close against Ohio State, 26-17. Okay, um, if we're talking about – So did it cool down just, just a touch? Well, he's coming back next year. Do you see, like, they they just in the past couple of days redid his contract to where they were they said, Scott Frost, you can come back another year next year, but we're going to lower your salary and we're going to lower your buyout. And so he agreed to the terms. So it's bringing him back next year, but his buyout's now super small and his salary's less. So they basically fired him for cheap. They already basically, <laughs> he's like almost basically the interim coach for himself, without actually being. Wait, I didn't realize which they, is the most dangerous game. I did not realize that's how the contract worked when they did that. Well, I don't. I don't think I've ever seen it done before. But they were like, "We'll bring you back, but we're going to lower your buyout." I don't know. It's pretty much like, "Hey." Let's lower his buyout right now and then fire him next year when he inevitably loses lots of games. Why wouldn't they just do that and as soon as he signed, fire him? Your, his so that way you don't have to pay his entire buyout? No, no, well, no, I, th- no I think I, in no, the contract, like, he's, he has to come back next year, too. Like, that's one of the things. He has to at least, s- he has to at least start next play year. one game. <laughs> but if he blows a game to Illinois at the beginning of the season like he did this year, then, yeah, I guess just fire him right away. Damn. Do you all mind if I toss out maybe – he might not be on the hot seat yet. What would it take for Mike Leach at Mississippi State to be on the hot seat? I don't know who they have left on their schedule. He's so, not. He's not. His seat's not. I don't even know if it's warm yet. 
So I think the expectation is getting so there, low but it's not warm. at Mississippi State. Yeah, because Mississippi State's not a football powerhouse. We all understand this. I feel like he's got a. But I mean, they have a solid chance of going finishing the season out six and six because they play Auburn at Auburn. So Bo Nix is actually going to show up because he's not on the road. Uh, they play, I think Tennessee State, which they should win. Granted, when they played Louisiana Monroe, it should have been an easy win. Ended up having to come back in the fourth quarter on a game-winning drive, and then they play in Starkville against Ole Miss, which the Egg Bowl is always a toss-up. But I think Ole Miss is still so much better than Mississippi yeah, State. Yeah, Ole Miss is going to wax them. Yeah, but I mean, they fired the last guy after two years, so I don't know. I mean, if he has a bad year next year, then yeah, I can totally see him firing him. I can't remember the last guy just kind of vanished. He came out of nowhere. Joe Moorhead. Yeah, and I never knew his name, and then he just left. By left, I mean got fired. So. Uh, and I have no idea what he's doing now. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, if he has a bad year next year, then, yeah, I could see them firing him. I feel like Expectations are low, but they also, I don't know, Dak Prescott made them feel really good about themselves a couple years ago. So True. Uh, More cowbell. Can we go ahead and make the noise for the uh, plane tracker? Plane tracker noise? <laughs> Who's flying where, when, why? Uh, did we see that the LSU jet? Landed in Penn State or in Penn or at Penn State, and then it went to East Lansing, Michigan. The LSU jet did? No, I didn't see that. Yes, it did. So, are we seeing maybe a snagging of uh, James Franklin or Mel Tucker? That would be bananas. That would be straight up bananas. I just saw a thing today that uh, Jimbo Fisher is now like the leading candidate to take the LSU job. What? Which didn't really make any sense to me. You said who? That's Jimbo Fisher. I don't think they so. They pull from the same recruiting pool. Yeah, I know. I, I didn't get it either. I don't know. You you beat Alabama in one game, and then all of a sudden you're the hot hot name out there. I don't know. Well, it's not like you're re- like it's not like you're going from Wisconsin to Louisiana for like the recruiting hotbed. You're literally going from Texas to Louisiana. I mean, yes, Louisiana has a lot of talent, and in all like in all fairness, you are the one school in Louisiana that everyone wants to play for growing up. But also, I mean, like, it's Texas. So much, so many good high school players are coming out of there right now. But it's like Florida, Louisiana, Texas, and then like California are your four main schools. So I don't understand why you'd leave College Station where they're throwing literally like gobs of money at you. You finally got your quality win over Alabama. I, I, I don't know why you would ever leave. I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if the Jet made a stop over there, though. <laughs> Just a little pit stop. Maybe uh, fuel up. Just uh, it was just a fuel up trip. Just uh, so happened to be in College Station. What are the chances? They have a runway. <laughs> they were running out of gas and they needed to stop. Uh, speaking of funny things that could, or that happened, so we watched the Tennessee Kentucky game. Final score forty five forty two. Tennessee, as always, beats Kentucky in football. If you were to guess what the time of possession was, what what, what would you put Tennessee at? It was bad. Like we only had. The ball for like what was it eight minutes, thirteen minutes and forty two seconds. Yeah, it was. I knew it was for the right. whole game, for the entire game. Holy shit! Tennessee football had the ball for thirteen minutes and forty two seconds. They, their longest drive was two minutes and sixty three seconds. I think they scored too fast in that game. What there was literally three drives. What going off scoring drives. So in the first quarter, first drive, one play seventy five yards tutter. <laughs> Second drive, three plays seventy five yards tutter. Uh, in the second quarter, we have seven plays. That's your two minutes and 43-second drive. Uh, then we have a uh, four-play drive 
for a field goal as time expires going into the half. Another three-play, 45-second drive for a tutter. Another six-play, uh, two-minute and 48-second drive for a tutter. And then three plays, 44 seconds, and another tutter. I don't want to sit here and being the Tennessee homer that says we're the best offense that George is going to play all season. But I'm also not not saying that. Yeah. Is that game this weekend? Yes. It's in going to at least be Athens? worth watching. Or is that in Knoxville? It's in Knoxville. I think it's at least going to be worth watching. For the first half, it will be for sure. I think I might take Tennessee plus 20. Yeah, it's 20 and a half. Ooh. But, I mean, do we really trust Stenson Whoa. Bennett to lead from behind or, like, to come back from behind? We, so like, we say, don't know. So, so, say best thing, best case scenario, Tennessee goes up, like, 14-3, 21-7, somewhere in that two-score range. Do we really trust Stenson Bennett to lead that team back? I hope not. Is this when we finally see JT Daniels' Heisman moment? Like, is he JT finally going to come out and through. play really well? Didn't we only see one play from JT Daniels last week, and it was just an interception? That was the first play. I think he came back in later in the game, but Dude. that was that was the first play, yes, of him coming in. Or at least one of the first ones. It's the first one I saw. Slings and interceptions. Are they, but that's are they starting JT Daniels? No, no. I don't think so. But JT Daniels is healthy now. He finally got healthy again. And uh, so he could play if he wanted to. I don't trust Tenson Bennett in big games at all. Um, so I feel like JT Daniels is going to have to be the guy at some point. Which is what everybody else is saying. But Kirby Smart's put all his trust into Tenson Bennett for some reason. I the mailman. Like this is Kirby Smart trying to be too much like uh, Dan Mullen and like outsmarting everybody instead of just trusting the talent that you have. Yeah. I really hope it bites him in the ass. This would be the most Kirby Smart moment of all time. You literally have the best college football team by leaps and bounds, and then you try to be outsmart everyone's like, hey, guys, Stenson Bennett's the man, comes in, loses to Tennessee in Knoxville, would absolutely be a fucking riot. That would be right, yeah. That would be crazy. Stenson Bennett throws like three interceptions. <laughs> Just gets his ass kicked. That would be crazy. Oh, I would love to see it. But, uh, so, this upcoming weekend, college football. I have a couple games that I want to talk about. We already did talk about Tennessee, Georgia. Do you all have one that you want to talk about first? How about the big Cincinnati uh, South Florida matchup? Another American Conference game on Friday night. Anything could happen. South Florida's two and seven and one and four in the division. But is this when Cincinnati finally loses? Well, also, USF is five and four against the spread right now, Ooh. which is dangerous because I haven't seen, I think, Cincinnati. Is 0 and 3 in the last three weeks covering the spread? I know they're 0 and 2 in the last two weeks. And they're a 23 and a half point favorite in this game. Yep. Dangerous. I think that it's a dangerous spot, but that's one of the cheeky lines I'm thinking about taking. Ooh, I kind of like it too. For Cincinnati to beat us on the line. Kind of like that. And it's a Friday night game. Nothing else going on on a Friday night. Yeah. All eyes on that game. I'm definitely willing to bet against Cincinnati. Seems like a choke situation. That humidity down in Florida is going to catch up finally. That skyline chili is going to be spewing all over the field. Mm hmm. Uh, another game, big Big Twelve implications. Oklahoma at Baylor. Baylor seven and two, ranked twelfth. Oklahoma ranked eighth. What? What's I the, think this is a great it, spot. Was the line five and a half? Uh, five and a half for Oklahoma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think, don't get it. I want to take Baylor. I it's begging me to take Baylor. Yeah, oh, yeah. but I think this could be a Oklahoma beatdown too. But. Uh, what I are, don't know what why. Is, what has Oklahoma done to prove that they could beat anybody down? Yeah, they I don't lost think, to fucking Nebraska. 
Yeah, I don't know if Oklahoma is going to be like Nebraska. I'm not sure if Oklahoma can be a good team like that. I don't know. Uh, they need to finally prove that they're not good, and hopefully they'll prove this game that they're not good. Because I know that they're not good, but I can't prove it right now. It's a real. It's been bothering me. But uh, maybe this will be the week that they finally prove to me that they're actually not good. Uh, I can't wait to see a big. So if Oklahoma does lose, I want to see a Spencer Rattler pouting face. I want to see that big old fucking frown. Just, just. Mm. Why don't I like him? Well, he's kind of a dickhead. Yeah, but like I don't know him. I just assume he's an asshole. Oh, he's definitely an asshole. Well, we, yeah. it's not like the first time we've done that. Like me with every Florida player, I just yeah. assume he's an automatic asshole. Oh yeah, fuck Florida. No, there, he's definitely an asshole. Yeah, I mean, no what, question. What was was he on QB one? Yeah, he was on some Netflix show with like high school quarterbacks that were like really good, and he was just. I watched some of the show. And he was just so mean to his teammates. Like, he, you could tell that all of his teammates hated him. They were like, I'm not having fun anymore. <laughs> like, the guy, he didn't seem like he had any friends. Like, he just made fun of all of his teammates, but not like a joking way. To the point where, like, it was pretty clear that nobody liked him. Yeah. If nobody liked you in high school, on your high school football team, then that's probably not, and it's not definitely not going to translate to, like, you're not just going to all of a sudden start making friends in college. Yeah, because it's definitely not hard to be liked on the football team in high school. Yeah. Yeah. It's also tough to do all that trash talking. And then look like the B team Island Boys. That, that was it was that. like Island Boys shave their head. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's in the reserves waiting to get on the uh, on the track. Yeah, albino lesbian. That's what he is. True. Uh, Beaver. Hmm. Do we want to talk a little Auburn Tigers? Minus five and a half against. I've, State. I'm taking it at minus five and a half. I'm just going to throw that out there. Yeah, I mean I'm going to take Auburn too. I can't. You sh- Bo Nix. Auburn had the game against Texas A&M, but Bo Nix drops the ball. Not figuratively, but literally dropped the ball two plays in a row. And then the second time, Mississippi State does a scoop and score to score a touchdown. Like, Auburn was there the whole time. They easily could have won that game. but They were by far the better team that entire game. Yeah, Auburn looked better the whole time. If it wasn't for Bo Nix dropping the ball and then the scoop and score, then I think Auburn would have won that game. But, yeah, I mean, against a Mississippi State team that's not good, Auburn at home, five and a half should be an easy cover. Yeah. Especially because they're going to be pissed off that they just lost A&M, and they shouldn't have. Uh, do we need to get women away from Bo Nix this week so that way he doesn't have slippery hands anymore? I guess so. I mean, he's engaged to a woman. And, uh, Is he really? Yeah, he got engaged oh. this past summer, which doesn't make it a little, a little too early, a little too young. <laughs> maybe that's been clouding his judgment recently. But, uh, yeah, he needs to just maybe stay away from her. Maybe divorce her for like a week and then like <laughs> re-engage to her next week. Sorry, babe. I gotta, I gotta put the the engagement on hold. Like, hey, give me that ring back, but I'll give it to you like next week for sure. <laughs> Depending on if I beat state. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was looking at this one earlier. I think this is a biggest rat line of the week. Uh, Michigan one point favorites against Penn State. I'm taking Penn State. It's begging you, pleading with you to take the Wolverines at minus one. It makes no sense otherwise, which is why I have to take Penn State. Yep, I'm money-lining Penn State. It's a bigger stadium, but uh, it's an in-game. So what does that say? I I mean, it just shows that Penn State stinks, but also I think Michigan stinks. Also, anybody going to take Wake Forest minus two? Or is it just me? Who, who's Wake Forest playing? <gasps> NC State? Yeah. Ooh. Can NC State's pretty good. Can we get through one goddamn game? Motherfucker. I thought we were done with that game. 
No, I, I was gonna make a couple Harbaugh jokes. Oh shit, motherfucker! But yeah, let's go ahead and talk Wake Forest here. We can, what time well, we is can, that at? We can scoot back to no. uh seven thirty Central Time in Winston Salem, North Carolina. That's truest field. That's what that is. Oh boy! Naming your field after a sponsor—that's a real uh, Kentucky move. But Kentucky was the only person that did that. Interesting. Uh, I don't know. NC State's got a really good defense. Allegedly, I've never watched any of their games. Word on the street is they got a pretty solid defense. I didn't know this, but Wake Forest is four, four and six against the spread. Are they or really? four and five against the spread? That's not very good. That's awful for the number nine team in the country. Allegedly. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't get that at all. Um, yeah, NC State's a really good team. They did not. What they didn't show up against uh, Mississippi State in Starkville, which going into an SEC stadium, that's tough. A lot of cowbell there. A lot of cowbell. Which I don't. How do they get the artificial noisemakers? Because it's just more cowbell. <laughs> if you don't understand the more cowbell life, then you just never will. You know what? Yeah, you are correct. I will never understand the. It's because you don't have enough cowbell. Yeah. How you ever been out cow tipping, Jack? You can't tip over a cow. <laughs> I think people in Mississippi State would tell you otherwise. No, they fondle cows. They they try to get the cow on their back and then, you know, finish the job. But Are they milking the cow down there or is the cow milking them? I'm not really sure how it works in Starkville. Oh, it's it's a tough call over there. There's a lot a lot of blurred lines. Little <laughs> Robin thick action down there. Uh but yeah, I mean NC State's kind of on a roll here. They did just or th- or 3 weeks ago, they did lose a close one at Miami. Kind of give them a pass there. Playing the U's tough. They did upset number nine Clemson. They handled Louisville with kind of ease. They played at Florida State, which is a tough place to play. They won there. I would not be surprised. Actually, I'm honestly, probably taking North Carolina State money line here. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, whoa. Whoa. I don't believe in Wake Forest. Slow down there. I'm, I'm going Wake Forest right there for sure. I am Wake too. Forest. Yeah. I think Wake Forest is a bounce-back game. They want to show that they were actually good. They come back out. They're firing on all cylinders at Truist Field in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Give me Wake Forest. Give me the Demon Deacons. I mean, just like looking at their schedule, though, their best win, is it? Hold on. I think it might be Syracuse. They beat Virginia at Florida State. No, I'm sorry. It's Virginia. Yeah, Virginia's their best win. Wake Forest just made me a believer in this past game that when I watched them play against UNC, it was probably better than NC State. They should have won that. They're not going to lose two in a row. Didn't NC State beat UNC? Or, no, they played last game of the year. Never mind. But I mean, I just I after last week, I put so much emphasis in the Wake Forest. I was trying to will them into the playoff, and then they just fucked me. They bent me over the table, and they just fucked me. And so I'm officially against them now. Let's go Wolfpack. Uh, uh, I'm sure we don't want to talk about... You want to know another line that's really good? What? Notre Dame at Virginia. Notre Dame's a five-and-a-half point favorite. You taking the uh, the Irish? I'm a big Notre Dame betting guy. Yeah, I'm taking the Irish in that one. Virginia's 6-3. and three. They're a trash team. They always have been. Um, Notre Dame's pretty good. Not good, not real good, but they're pretty good. I wouldn't go good enough to take a, good enough to win by a touchdown. I would not consider 
Notre Dame good until they win at least one game in the playoff. After that, like in consecutive then years, there's it, only like four teams that are good. I'm I'm saying consecutive years from now, okay. they were not good to me until they win <laughs> one playoff game. Uh, also, another guy not on the hot seat, but potentially be on the hot seat. What does Brian Kelly have to do to get on the hot seat? Well, they should have lost to Wisconsin, but then Grammers just does Graham Mertz shit. And they end up blowing them out by like three scores. But I mean, that's close the entire game outside of like five minutes left in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I think I think Notre Dame is just a team that wins a lot. Like it would take a lot for Brian Kelly to be on the hot seat. They love him down there. Well, they play. How long has he been in Notre Dame? Like ten seasons or longer? Like fifteen seasons? He's been there a while. Did he? Was he there when Notre Dame University was created? He's Uh, been there fucking forever. He's actually. Did he coach Rudy? <laughs> he actually started the entire Catholic Church. Is he Rudy? <laughs> I don't know. He's he's been there for too long. One would say. So I, you would think they would need to change a pace at some point. Yeah. Uh, Notre Dame plays my high school like three times a year, so I really don't give credence to all eight of their wins. But I, Virginia's just not good. No, that that should be a good win. Love that line. Chalk it up. Pin it down. Put your life savings on it. It's a blood bank guarantee. Uh, um, I refuse to talk about LSU Arkansas. I'm not touching that game because no one knows what the fuck's going to go on. Yeah, there. nobody knows. I, I don't like that at all. The other one I want to talk about: Tamu Mississippi or Ole Miss. I'm taking Ole Miss. Mississippi. Uh, Ole Miss is two and a half point dogs at home. I'm taking money line Ole Miss. Money line on Ole Miss against Tamu. Yeah, I think so too. I don't I know. Just, I don't understand how. I mean, Tommy looked terrible on the road. They've looked terrible on the road all year. Granted, Starkville is essentially a glorified Texas high school stadium. It's not very big. I think it holds like 25 people. So I, I don't know how the home field advantage it's going to be. But yeah, I, I, I trust Lane at home. I yeah, I do too. Yeah. Texas A&M already has their win. 100%. Yeah, I think Texas A&M's done all that they're going to do. They beat Auburn. They beat Alabama. Chalk it up to a pretty solid season. Let's go ahead and lose this uh, Ole Miss game. Yes. Ole Miss money line. All right. So, moving on. Sunday. Sunday. First off, we got some news about Dalvin Cook. Lay it on us. So, did y'all see where Dalvin Cook, it came out that uh, he was filing some type of suit for extortment and abuse and domestic abuse? Against or? Against his girlfriend? Uh, though Against his, yeah, against, I guess it was at the time a girlfriend. Is it being filed against him, or is he filing? He filed it against her. Yeah, he filed against her. But now it came out that apparently she is saying that he said that she broke into his apartment. Yada yada. She's saying that she sprayed him with mace after he had been attacking her, and then grabbed his gun and waited for was waiting for a friend to come help, and then he attacked her with a broomstick. That's her story. So, more to come on that. But what the fuck? That's just what... Has what, the broomstick been recovered? I'm not sure. Is the broomstick in the evidence room? I'd like to know what the broomstick has to say about this. Because that's very odd. Accused him of giving her a concussion, left a scar, and taking her through hell. So, uh-huh. don't know if it's I, just allegations or... I have been watching The Staircase, the Netflix documentary, <laughs> and I am a big where the fuck is the bloke poke kind of guy. Oh, yeah. I'm still trying... I, so, I don't... Unless there's a murder weapon. Which, uh, which episode are you on? So he just got convicted. He just, well, they just rendered him guilty. But and it's only like episode episode eight out of eleven episodes, 
or 13 episodes. So I'm still trying to figure out what the fuck happens. Oh, yeah. There's a lot that happens. There's, there's, <laughs> there's a lot. There's five more fucking episodes. Yeah, I know. There's a lot that happens. I'm, holy shit. So I cannot wait for that. Staircase is a great Netflix series. Yes. Very excited. To, when we're also, old this. news. I watched that like a year ago. So you're a little Is late it really that old? I, I probably, yeah, I probably watched it about a year ago. I haven't seen it. I'll need to check it out. Yeah, it just says released this year, so. Oh, did it say that? Oh, shit. Then it must have been like the very beginning of the year because I feel like it, I watched it forever ago. I mean, granted, I wouldn't put, in it, put it past Netflix to lie to me. Maybe. Try so. to get me to watch things. I'm very easy manipulated like that, so no doubt there. <laughs> um, but do you want to talk about your Titans? We kind of already covered. Well, we haven't really covered. Well, we, we, we didn't about, cover all of it. Are we talking about the I, upcoming game? Or are we talking about what just, happens? Possibly what's happening forward. Uh, first off, Titans are going to get the first round by, as I said earlier. Uh, easiest schedule left. No, what? You're good. What do you think? Are you? I see your face over there, Jack. You think we're not getting a first round by? <sighs> okay, who's gonna- no? What? No, that, that's absolutely asinine. You are not getting the first round by. That, Who that, is? So let me let me. Pull are the Titans the best team in the AFC? No, they are not the best team in the AFC. Oh, yeah, yeah, we are. We're I'm not even sure no, who no, else would not. be anymore. We're the top seed. The Bills just lost to the Jags. The, what? The Bengals were the the top seed yesterday. Now they're the what? Are in the, they're in last in the AFC North. Just because of where you are now does not mean you're the best team. It does. I mean, but who's the best team in the AFC? But, okay, then? So then who's the best team in the AFC if the Titans? Pulling it up. Computers moving at the pace of a herd of turtles. All right. So I still like the Chargers. I will ride or die Chargers. They have the better quarterback. They have the better defense, better secondary. They do have. They've already lost how many games? Four or five? Three. Okay. Also. No one's played the same schedule here. I'm not really worried about number of losses unless you get past that 4-5 mark. Uh, the Ravens are still sketchy. I still don't know if they're actually going to be good or not. They still seem to have a good defense, but they it's up in the air if they want to show up or not. Uh, if the Bills can figure out their offensive line, they're the most dangerous team in the NFL. Okay, but they automatically lose a head-to-head against the Titans. Yeah, at home. Or at the Titans' home. They play that in Buffalo. No, we're, ta- we're talking about who's going to get the top seed. We're not talking about there was home or away. All I know is they lost a head-to-head against the Titans. So, if it comes yes. down to it and there's, the record's close, yes. Titans are getting the seed. True. But I mean, we have no idea how the Derrick Henry thing is going to affect them long-term. We play, the, we, we play the Jags, the Texans, the Saints. I mean, we do need to win. We, if we beat the Saints, I mean... I mean, we Come just saw on. what Let's the Saints defense did to New England or to uh, Tom Brady in the Bucks. It's a scary defense, so I'd be worried there. Granted, having either Taysom Hill or Trevor Simeon at quarterback, yeah, not the greatest. It's gonna but, be fine. Well, I mean, y'all did lose to the Jets with Zach Wilson at the helm. It was week two or week three. <laughs> yeah, I think that the Titans might have the best defensive line in the entire fucking NFL right now. They're certainly playing. Yeah, we're, we're, we're bringing four and getting pressure almost every time against the quarterback. Yes, <laughs> I've never seen it before. I haven't seen it in two years with the Titans. I mean, they're certainly playing really well right now. The other question is, are they peaking too early? I don't think they're peaking. I just think they've kind of figured it out now. They I don't do- think. I don't think it's peaking at all. I mean, we we're start- not even healthy yet. Yeah, I don't think they've even come close to peaking. I feel like we're, we're also the most injured team in the yet. NFL. I don't know if that's true whatsoever. I believe so. I mean, if you 
if you're not counting the Ravens losing all the running back, that we're not counting that. We're talking about the okay. start of the season. Interesting. I mean, Bills are still a toss-up game. Uh, Colts are what at the Colts? Y'all barely won 34-31. So it's not like y'all aren't unbeatable. I'm not saying we're unbeatable, but I don't think the Texans or the Jaguars are going to beat us. I mean, I don't think the Dolphins will beat us. You should not lose to the Dolphins. Okay. But you so also that, shouldn't have lost to the Jets. So that only leaves the Saints, which I think we will also beat the Saints. I think we definitely could. I think we might win out. You, you think that you're going to go 15-2? and two. I mean, I don't know. Sounds pretty reasonable. I, I mean, with the, with the games we have left, it's very reasonable. We literally just said this last week with the Cowboys, and look what just happened. You get a good defensive-minded... There's a difference. The Cowboys have been frauds for a while. The Titans I, I, are just I now rising to the scene the did. past three, four years. I, the Titans seem to win in a very certain way. I'm still trying to figure out what happens when they get down early because there's going to eventually be a game like that where you get down 14-0, get down 17-7. I'm waiting to see how they respond to that because Tannehill's numbers haven't been that good this year. So I'm waiting to see because we all know when it comes down to the playoffs, the quarterback dictates essentially whether you win or not. And I don't know if I would ever trust Ryan Tannehill as my quarterback to lead us through a playoff. Unless you have like a preseason ranked number one defense, like when Trendelfer had with the Ravens, like what Brad Johnson had with the Bucks, I cannot, like what Peyton Manning had with the, Bron- or with the Broncos. I cannot wait to watch Tana Wills run for a touchdown and throw for two in the home playoff game. That'd be sick. I mean, y'all are getting a home playoff game. You you shouldn't. It's almost or like statistically impossible for you not. to Yeah, win there's the a two percent chance that we don't get a home playoff game. Yeah, so I, I'm not worried about that. I just think that it's might be a little. I think we're getting the first round by. I think it's a first. I think it's a first round. lock on the top seed. All right. You know, I'd be interested to see it. Uh, other thing that came out from this weekend, uh, Aaron Rodgers might have the most bargaining power out of any individual player in the entire NFL. I like his style. Rodgers? Not of play, but like of being him. I like his style now. <laughs> he's Damn, he got the organization fined today pretty big. I mean, 300 k for the organization that's about to raise another couple hundred mil. I don't think... I don't think they really appreciate that, though. $300,000 fine for a company that makes, like, $500 million a year? <laughs> like, what is, what's the percentage on that? Like, 1.001% of their total revenue just got taken in a fine? Like, no. shut the fuck up. You know, fine me $10. It's the equivalent. Yeah. No. I'd be a little bit sad to see it go, but I think we'll make it. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Love looked anemic against a terrible Chiefs defense. So, I mean, also... To all those fucking losers online on Twitter that were saying, I mean, it's not Jordan Love's fault. The defense isn't playing well. The special teams isn't playing well. He didn't play well. Yes. Also, our defense gave up 13 points to Patrick fucking Mahomes. They played excellent. Like, I, I don't think I've ever seen our defense play that well ever. Since, like, 2010. So, in order for Jordan Love not to put up more than 13 points... Against that defense, I you get. I think if you're if it pleases Aaron, because he he has all the chips right now. He has all of the cards. Do whatever he wants, because if we can keep Aaron for another five years instead of having to deal with that fucking shit. 
It needs to get done immediately. I, I don't want to hear any more arguments. We saw Jordan Love play. Week of practice. I don't give a shit anymore. It's a, he's in a second year. Like, we aren't giving these excuses anymore like Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow. We're not doing that. Second year, figure it the fuck out or move the fuck on. It's very simple. I can tell, I can tell Jack was pretty passionate about that. It was just so fucking annoying. But, oh, I mean, we, we, he's fine. He's a bad Yeah, I think, I think the Packers you know, decided Jordan Love's probably not the guy that's going to come I mean, also up the next play to Aaron Rodgers. They were coddling him like he was four months old. Like, he's a grown man. Let him throw the fucking ball. You loved it when he threw three interceptions against Army. You loved it when he threw three interceptions against BYU. Let him throw the fucking ball. You have the number one receiver in football. Let him throw it up to him. If you really trust him that much, you gave up a first and a fourth round pick for him. Let him do his fucking thing. I want to see what he's got. Don't fucking coddle the guy. Damn, that is rough. I didn't realize y'all gave up a first and a fourth. I forgot. Yeah. Mm. Figure it the fuck out or move the fuck on. It's it's infuriating to watch. Uh, another thing that was hysterical to me, because I fucking called it, and all the rest of you were hating on me. Cowboys are lowercase f frauds. I have to agree. Yeah, they they blew a pretty big one this past weekend. That was embarrassing to watch. The defense finally looked like it should have at the beginning of the year. They've been playing up. Now they finally looked at what they are supposed to be, which is a completely average defense. And Teddy Two Gloves lit them up. Javante Adams. Javante? Who's the Denver running back? Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon. Yeah. Tore them apart. Both of them did. Yes. Uh, Also, big takeaway, uh, Trayvon Diggs. Possibly the most aggressive corner I've ever seen in my entire life. He's so good. He's really good, but he's a ball hawk, and they are taking advantage of it. He's no definitely going to win Defensive Rookie of the Year. I don't think he's, quite, he's probably going to win the Rookie of the Year. Well, depends if he gets burned like he did today. Jamar Chase is going to win Sunday. Rookie of the Year. Do what? Jamar Chase is going to win. Well, it's offensive, defensive. Oh. I think there's an overall in there. I thought there was overall. No. It's split oh. into the two categories. <coughs> um... Yeah, I mean, so. if there was any question about, also, I was bringing the Fal- the Falcons just beat the Saints this past weekend. So I wanted to bring that up for next week's games, but we can talk about it now. Well, I was just saying, like, I think that proves the point. Like, if the Falcons can, in a in a pretty mediocre offense and without with like pretty terrible defense, can beat the Saints, I think that the Titans should be able to. To cover the spread as well as beat the, the Saints. Literally, at the, if you look at the schedule, I'm not saying the Titans are going to win out, but... I was just saying for this there's weekend... There's no reason they couldn't. There shouldn't be, like, a ton of worry oh, yeah, about playing no the There's no reason you couldn't, for sure, but, I mean, we all know this. I did forget about the Patriots. You play the Patriots and Niners. But. Yes. I mean, but also, this is the NFL. Any given Sunday, something can happen. I think it's also with the Titans' history of blowing games to teams that have four wins like the Texans, like the Jags, in just like a random like game or series where you split where you definitely should not. That's just the Titans MO. And until they can prove that's not them anymore. You gotta you gotta do what you gotta do. That's fine, Jack. I mean it's it, fine. It, we'll agree to disagree. Uh but back to Beavers Falcons. I kinda love them. The Falcons are not that bad. I, I, I kind of love them. They could sneak into not, the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, they could definitely sneak into the playoffs. Not only to sneak into the playoffs, but I think they can grab, like, the fifth seed. Also, I mean, Cordero Patterson is looking the most electric he's ever looked in the NFL. He's always been a guy, like a gadget kind of guy, but he's the fucking, like, lead running back for the Falcons now and is just shredding people. They also throw it to him a lot. Like, the guy's all over the place. He's just 
completely reinvented his entire NFL career in Atlanta, and nobody saw it coming. The Falcons didn't see it coming. I mean, Cordero Patterson, VFL, one of the most electric players I've ever seen play in college. Love to see him have success in Atlanta. But I think the question now becomes, would he have been better in an offense led by a better quarterback? What? <laughs> Matt, is Matt Ryan holding them back? Matt Ryan's 23 of 30 for 343 yards and two touchdowns. Zero interceptions. <laughs> Matt Ryan's still yeah. great. Oh, you tell me, Jack. <laughs> still the Falcons still have a god-awful defense, which is what's holding them back, and like a not very good offensive line. But they're finding ways yeah. to win. Matt Ryan, still a very good quarterback. <laughs> I just remember the conversation from the beginning of the season. And every time I just get a little dig in at Matt Ryan, I'd love For some reason, I fucking can't stand Matt Ryan. What? He's such <laughs> a nice guy. He's got a punchable face. Yeah, he's, that's what it is. He really does. Such a nice guy. Like, the nicest guy in the world. Like, the guy that you want to be your quarterback because he's not going to do anything wrong ever. I bet Matt Ryan's never even gotten a speeding ticket before. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Ryan doesn't do, like, bad things. I feel like he's very financially responsible, too. Like, the guy's probably never... I know a couple of NFL players that did get speeding tickets. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there's been plenty of them out there. Uh, <laughs> so Henry Ruggs. Especially as of recently in Las Vegas. So, yeah, but, uh, Henry Drugs. Well, I thought that was a Fast and Furious 10 audition. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he definitely got the part. <laughs> yeah, really He did the Paul Walker the- remake perfect. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> God damn uh, can we keep that in the pod? I definitely. We should. Uh... Also, what is it, Young Way Koo? Young Ho Koo. Thank you very much. He's a Young Ho. Well, that's what I'm, I'll miss. I miss it more, or I miss back in the day when he was Young Ho Koo. Does he speak Instead English? Of, I'm sure he does. Yeah. <laughs> He's from South Korea. Sorry, though. I just wanted to be racist. <laughs> he didn't move to the United okay, States until okay. he was in like sixth grade, but yeah, I'm sure he speaks English. Oh, if he moved, if he moved here in sixth grade, yeah. <laughs> you would hope he figured it out by now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope it's not that like hard. Ten years later. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, he certainly understands game-winning kicks because that dude's fucking electric. I love yeah. him. Yeah, young Oku doesn't miss. Yeah, no, he's so much fun to watch. Because he's also like the smallest person I think I've ever seen on the football field. It looks like a good gust of wind's going to blow. Yeah, he's a good soccer player. I, I've never seen an Asian kicker either before, and I find that very interesting that I don't know why. It's actually not interesting at all, but it's just a little bit interesting. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I didn't know Asians could play football. I didn't know Asians were kickers. I've never seen it done before. I've never seen them kick a ball before. <laughs> what, what's that next, Asian putters? <laughs> <laughs> They're letting them do everything over there now. Yeah. There's just no rules anymore? <laughs> Uh, anyways, so moving on to this upcoming week in the NFL, uh, I wanted to point out one line that doesn't make any sense to me. Titans minus three. I feel like it should be minus six. Oh, yeah. Well, you should hammer. Oh, I'm sure. Do- yeah. Does that make you nervous? It's the line that you hammer. No, hammered. not at all. I'm taking Titans minus three. Then I'm taking Titans minus two first half. Ooh. Hammer them both. Juicy lines. I might not even bet another game and just put all my life savings on those two. I like it a lot. You could, and you'd win a lot of money. Probably would. That just doesn't make any sense to me, though. Why is it that? And that, like we were talking about earlier, makes me want to take the Saints. Because also, 73% of the money right now is on the Titans. 
How much money is on the Titans? How much money? 73%. Percent? Public's not losing this one. Man, no. I, but, yeah. No, I, you know, I just think that line should be a lot bigger. If we're playing guess the line, I would have put it at six. And the I fact would, that it's at three makes me very scared. Yeah. If it was at five, I'd feel so much more confident. I'd be like, oh, yeah, we're getting a full point more than I thought. It's like, let's fucking go. But now it's since it's at such, or so much lower than I thought. Makes me scared. Also, rat line, Falcons plus nine. It should be plus four. Yeah, I'm, tell you, I'm taking Atlanta 100% plus nine. But it's exactly the opposite of what I was trying to say. That's scary because it should be plus four. Why are they getting nine? I don't know. Doesn't make any sense. It's very scary to me. Because people still think the Cowboys are a good team. That makes sense why I don't have that in my notes on games I want to bet on. <laughs> the Cowboys are always that team that's going to get like a better line than they should just because of the Cowboys. Yes, but nine? It actually started at ten. And they got bet down. Which is bananas. Holy shit. 68% of people are betting on the Falcons. Public dogs have fleas. It's crazy. Motherfucker. Um, the disadvantages of having a touch touch screen computer. I just accidentally exited out of what I was looking at. What I was looking at. Well, those are those are two juicy lines for one o'clock games. A really juicy line for three o'clock games. Three. Four o'clock Eastern. Chargers minus two and a half against the Vikings. Vikings officially not a good team. Also, don't sleep on the Lions plus nine against the Steelers. Are we really doing this? Are we doing this again? I, I feel like I've given up. Like, I'm never going to bet the Lions or the Vikings again for the rest of the season. Those two teams. I've got to bet. The, I've got to bet the Lions plus nine this week against Steelers. They they keep proving that they're terrible, and they and everybody keeps betting them because they're like, this is definitely their week. Well, everyone's trying to be the sharpest of sharps, but guys, the Lions have lost enough. Yeah. they're going to win this week. And I I just can't do it anymore. I'm done. Yeah. I'm taking Pittsburgh alternate line minus fucking 15 in that game. No more than the matter. Yes. But Lions keep on losing. They're, they're not good. They're terrible. Yeah, I just don't believe in Jared Goff. Although Matt Campbell apparently did bury game film against the Eagles. I saw that with a shovel. Didn't really help last week, but. Yeah, that was kind of cheesy. He kind of lost me on that one. That's football guy stuff right you, there. You think that Dan Campbell's cheesy? No way, no how guy. Stop it. Hold that the was the press. cheesiest thing he's Hold done. Hold the presses. Hold the presses. That was the, the cheesiest thing he's done. Yeah. He's By almost far. as cheesy as the uh, the Eagles head coach. Oh, my the God. That was fucking shirt. The, the grow the tree guy or whatever. Yeah. The, what was the flower the comment he made? What? What was the flower comment he made? Yeah. It's, you got to build the foundation and water it every day so it grows. Yeah. <laughs> what? Fuck you, you, dude. We want to win football games now. I didn't hear that. <laughs> Did you all see that someone chucked out like a bouquet of flowers at him? No. As he was co- or going into the tunnel after they lost. I saw that, yeah. That's hysterical. He stopped and like tried to find the guy and then somebody pushed him. Like get back Fake in the tough fucking, guy. Yeah. Fake tough guy. Yeah. Uh but like I was saying, Chargers minus two and a half. That also seems too easy. People I know, but people keep giving the Vikings chances and not by pe- like everybody wants to take the Vikings to like I feel like I'm being subtweeted right now. I continually bet on the Vikings. I know. You're one of them. You're part of the problem. Everybody I, I, keeps doing it. No, I am absolutely the problem. Eventually, we got to throw in the towel and be like, these guys fucking suck. Like, <laughs> no, let's bet the good teams. Zimmerman, Zimmer's going to turn it around. I believe in Zimmer. Any of you guys on the Chiefs minus two and a half against the Raiders? No. Stop it. We, this is exactly my, my point with Mike Norvell. This is exactly my point with your Lions. We are going to bet against the Chiefs until they force us to bet with them. 
They are two uh, and seven against the spread this year. Two and seven. I, I'm thinking the Raiders are starting to lose it. I think the Raiders are slipping. Yeah. I really think the Raiders are slipping. That's why I, I like the Raiders in that game. After what I saw from you mean? Oh, sorry, I like the Chiefs in that game. I don't know. I, I think the Raiders, after blowing it to the Giants, and I bet on that game for the Raiders, I think the Raiders are slipping. They've had too much happen now with, like, Henry Ruggs and then Gruden and then now this other corner that tried to kill somebody in Las what Vegas. Arnett, yeah. And, yeah, I think they're slipping. Well, also, in the Raiders' defense, losing that cornerback doesn't really hurt because he's been beat more time than fucking Lisa Ann's pussy this fucking <laughs> year, dude. That sounded funny, but I don't know who Lisa Ann is. That's the biggest fucking lie you've ever told on this podcast. <laughs> is that, <laughs> that is the biggest lie. Is that a yeah. porn uh, star? I don't. Uh, is, what is she? What are the? What is the? the pornography? Does she show boobies? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, those girls that shows the ankles. I don't really know names. I've never been like a names guy. I don't know. <laughs> you so, were just. <laughs> he's more of an animals guy. <laughs> no, I'm like I'm gonna name. He's more of a furry. Yeah, no. Is it, Beaver, are they called furry? Just Google's big wood. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! But yes. Uh, how do we feel about Russell Wilson coming back to the Seahawks? Uh, well, in my fantasy, I thought about picking him up off IR, so I think that it's gonna be pretty electric for the Seahawks. Is Aaron Rodgers going to play? Might be a little too late for the Seahawks, though. He'll play. Well, it's not a matter of what they're going to do long-term. Because, in all fairness, the NFC is three teams. The Rams, Bucks, and Packers. Everyone else just kind of stinks. you got to keep the Cowboys up there, too. You have to. Yeah, I think you got to keep the Cowboys up there. All right. You two. Top fives. Right now. I'm not not doing this right now. You're you're not going to put your Cowboys in the top five. So, I'm not going to keep them in contention. Of the the NFC? NFC? No, top five in the NFL right now. Oh, not not in the NFC or not in the NFL. Maybe in the NFC. Maybe they slip in there. No, in the they're not spot. in the top five in, in the NFL. Okay, no. So I'm not gonna throw, I'm not gonna put in the Cowboys with my top three teams in the NFC. Three of those teams who absolutely can win the Super Bowl. So who who's my top five? Yes, yeah. is this a question? Yeah, I, yeah. You know who I put number one? Who Titans. Of course. They just beat the Rams, who I would have put number one, but now fall down to number two in my power rankings. So I've got Titans, Rams, Cardinals. I'm trying to think of four and five. Who'd be? Packers are up there. I would have thought Bucks. about the Bills until they Bucks. lost the Jags. Bucks at, uh, Bucks at four. You might put the pack at five. I probably do the same thing, other than, but I put the Packers at four, and the Bucks at five. I think that's probably what I would do. No, no, well, that's I just me. I don't know, after this last week, I think it's probably Bucks, Packers, Titans, Rams, Bills, and that's on purpose. Wait, I only wait, put, wait, 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 wait. You said the Titans weren't the best team in the, in the AFC. Yeah, you, you, you right can't now. rank them as the best team in the AFC. No, I said that they were not going to be the number one seed. Big difference. As of right now, they are the best team, but I don't think that is going to okay. continue. Just want to clarify: at this moment, Jack thinks the Titans are the best team in the AFC. Yeah, the Titans are the, the only top five team in the NFL from the he AFC. The entire podcast, but he finally admitted the Titans are the best team in the AFC. Yeah, and the wheels are going to fall off that wagon like they always do. It would have fallen off Sunday. 
Th- that's just not true at all. This would this is actually the perfect. Hey, like, next man up on this fucking wagon. Jesus Christ. And if we don't got a guy, we'll sign him. Uh, when y'all lose to the Texans this year in some random ass way, I'm going to sit there. I'm going to laugh my ass off. I'm going to. I don't give a fuck drums. who we lose to when we get that one seed. I, yeah, I'm just gonna get upset like in 2000. What was it? 2009. The only way we'd lose. Te- Collins 13 and Okay, 13. the only way we'd lose to the Texans if it was week 18. And we were sitting every fucking starter because we had already locked up not only the division, but the number one seed. Maybe. But that, yes, the Texans might beat us. Yeah. I'm still worried about the Jacks. The Jacks are still getting it together. The Jacks are. F- they, they finally realized suck. they could run the ball. Scary team. Anyways, uh, the Seahawks scare me betting wise. Only because they play random ass games all the fucking time. Like, there is no normal Seahawks game. So that does scare me. But I don't know. I mean, three seems like it's way too small. I would love to take Green Bay minus three. Oh, yeah, same. I'm thinking probably if, if I had to pick one, I would take Green Bay. But I think I'm, I'm staying away. I think I'm taking Green Bay. I also think, yeah, I mean, uh, it's a pretty heavy favorites week for me this week. There's not a whole lot of underdogs I like, except for the Falcons. I'm surprised Green Bay's not more of a favorite because you got to assume the line is still thinking Wilson, even if he plays, there's no way he's 100%. Yeah. I mean, but I think they're also still – I think there might be hedging into a factor of Aaron not playing. So that it even balances be. out. Also, Russell Wilson's just a Packers killer. So I think that plays in at some point as well. I think, which he's tests. No, he, I guess he's probably already tested negative twice. He just has to. So he's not technically vaccinated. He's immunized. Right, but so he's got to wait till Saturday until yes. he can be cleared. Yep. Does he get tested again Saturday? I think so. So okay. he has to pull out a negative after he's Damn. been quote unquote quarantined for two weeks. Damn, dude, those protocols are pretty fucking serious. I just don't get how though, or why. I understand we're in a global pandemic. They, yada, yada, yada. they want everybody to get vaccinated. Hundreds of thousands of people are dying. Yeah, 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 sure. But NFL players aren't. Yes. <laughs> and Aaron's already come out and said that he has the allergies to like two of the vaccines. <laughs> the third one, Johnson Johnson, gets pulled and put back on the shelves all the time, so he doesn't know if he can actually trust that one. I don't know why that doesn't or the immunization doesn't count. <laughs> I think it's an absolute scam by Roger Goodell. But anyways. Uh, Roger Goodell's in bed with Big Pharma. I think that's what it is. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. It's the word on the street. Per source. Yeah. Uh, But to your point, Beaver, I kind of love, like, the dogs that I like. Browns, plus one and a half. Duh. Kind of love that one. Falcons, I love that, but I don't know if I love it too much. Duh. I have to take the other side. Um, Also, Browns. Browns, Patriots over 44, lock. Why is it so low? I don't know. It's a fucking lock. <laughs> that seems outrageously low. Because yeah. I could see that being like 35. That's why I caught my attention. That's <laughs> fair. Uh, yeah. The other one I would say is the Raiders. And then I think a great trap game would be Philly plus two and a half against Denver. I, I took them actually at plus three today. Did you really? Yeah. Hell yeah, that, that's another good one too. Devontae Smith. People are electric. flying too high on Denver right now. Yeah. 
Way too high. Denver's big, not good. You know, big chance for the Eagles to trounce on them. Uh, college basketball talk. Uh, so the University of Tennessee doesn't play Villanova, number four ranked, till eleven twenty. So this Saturday, number two UCLA, number four Villanova playing in UCLA. I think UCLA is a bunch of frauds. I don't think they can prove or they've proved anything to deserve that number two or number two ranking. Villanova beats them. Tennessee week after beats Villanova on their home court in TBA. It's gonna be electric. Ooh, and I guess. What's Tennessee? 18? Yep. They should it's be completely playing. disrespectful. That is, isn't it? Also, I saw a stat today that Folky might be the fourth oldest person to ever play college basketball. Is Folky playing? Yeah. He's on I the thought team. he. COVID exemptions, baby. Didn't he, like, walk off the court last year and, like. Yeah, but that doesn't count because he got fucking battered and beaten by that one Florida guy, that scumbag. But I thought he like walked off for his last game. Like I thought he was. I didn't know. He, I didn't know. I, this is news to me. I didn't know he was playing all year. Yeah, he pulled a little Rocky two when it should have been Rocky three. But still electric. So excited. So general college basketball strategy. Are we betting every Wisconsin under this year? Well, shit, it wouldn't work. This Wisconsin just scored the most. Oh wait, we're sorry, we're on basketball. I just zoomed back in. I don't know anything about basketball. I you, withhold we, my right. We started this entire podcast and this entire Instagram account. During basketball season. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Well, I gambled. I won a lot of money last basketball season, but I still don't know anything about it. All I know is uh, Quinnipiac. Oh. oh I, for, I'm going to buy a Quinnipiac shirt this year. Yeah. I'm going to bet them so fucking hard. We, yeah, we are big time Quinnipiac guys. And granted, they play Niagara Falls University. I assume every That's the, other Dude, I was trying to think all day. I was like, who the fuck they play? It was. I think they played like nine times that year. Dude, they played every fucking day. <laughs> yeah, they did. I the f- only team they played was... I think there's like four colleges that are like all in the same division or something like that. All like right next to each other. And it's Quinnipiac, Niagara Falls. There was like two more that it was just like the same four colleges all played each other. And they never played anybody else. And I was like, how does this happen right now? It was like Colgate or some shit like that. Yeah, like, Colgate's what, yeah, in there. Yeah, Colgate was in there. And uh, one team it was it was beautiful. Four letters. <laughs> I feel like it snows too much up there to travel much, so they're just like, let's just keep it in house. Fuck this, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like a, like a big old family in Alabama that lives on like 200 acres. They're all like, let's just keep it keep it in house. We can keep it kosher, right? Yeah, we'll keep it a little uh, little family breeding over here. Like somebody's got some, their hands under the table. You don't you don't know what's going on. What conference are they even in? I don't know. It's a beautiful four team. Oh man, that Memphis hardwoods look crazy. Uh, oh, I remember this. So I remember the the four teams I used to always bet on last year, and I'm probably gonna follow the same thing: Quinnipiac, uh, Siena, Niagara, and um, where the fuck are they at? Ryder. The Ryder Broncos. I love Ryder. I like Ryder. Yeah. Ryder at 11.30 in the morning is all electric. <laughs> I cannot get enough Ryder you. All right. I don't have anything for basketball. Because the season just started today. I know. We got a long season ahead. Well, all right. So much fucking football. So much football. We're also at an hour and eight minutes. Holy, Holy shit. shit. 
Well, guys, that is our show for today. We really thank you for listening all the way through. If you like it, subscribe, share it with your friends, do all that good stuff. Um, if you want to see more of our daily content, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Nashville Bets. Uh, we love you all, and we'll see you next time. Tighten up. Woo! What up, three seed?